And, and just to set the record straight, oh, Rachel no. and I we're, we're not never in a, in a showman's. showman's. No, yeah. sorry. But you know what I mean? Like, it, well, it right now happen. we're in a podcast showman's. We're in a podman's. Yeah, exactly. Hello and welcome to episode 80 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your Picket Lines production of Anastasia Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That is right. Mm-hmm. And you should. And you, what? Hello. You can. You should. And yeah. you should. You can and you, <laughs> you should. Can. If you have hands, and you can and you should. More specifically, you should. Yeah. Leave a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to help other theater nerd listeners know that That's we right. exist. Rate and review, review and subscribe as they all as the kids like to say on the subscribe. YouTube. Subscribe. To find out more about the Theater Nerd Cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod or as X as Rachel is holding up the uh X Factor X games. Yeah. How many X mm-hmm. references can we make? And on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In today's episode, we are discussing showmances. All right, Rachel. <laughs> Taylor. Here we are. How uh, how's it going, Rachel? How are you doing this week? Um, I'm good. <laughs> Folks at home, I get to see Rachel's face while she answers my my heavy question of how are you. I'm struggling, (laughs) clearly. Uh, Peep it, Rachel's character of the week to learn how she actually is. Yeah, honestly, got to save it all for then, Taylor. Can't spoil the show already. I know that's why people stay on till the end. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Including our hour and 40 minute episodes to hear our characters. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Especially but, um, when you're, a, you're a whole musical like I am. <laughs> we're a whole, yeah. Last yeah. week you were wild, wild, wild and out, Taylor. So. Wild and working. That's right. So, I, I mean, but there's there was so much happening in the Broadway world and the yes. theater world this this week. That's right. That's right. And we always have to start before we start on our main course. We got to do, like I said last week, our appetizer, appetizer of the show, the, the little. The little happy hour of our What's the Buzz segment. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 What's the buzz? Doing the dancing. Doing always doing the dancing. It's so oh, funny. It. Yeah, Rachel. What is our first buzz this week? What, what do we gotta talk about? What well, is the, the first... buzz? The first buzz is kind of sad. Very it's some sad. sad buzz. It happened so, literally like I know, you know I right told after you right after. Yeah. So Broadway lyricist and lip 
how do you say this? Libertist? Librettist. 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 You know a libretto? Haven't you ever heard that? It's like this, no. like the score is called a libretto. No. See, look, you learn something new every day. Yeah. So lyricist mm-hmm. and librette. Not to be confused it? with libido. Not to be yeah, confused. No, I, that, yeah. that. How do you say Although it? I, I would love a libretto that's about Libretist. a Librettist. Librettist. Like pianist, but not. Yes, it's so hard correct. to say these words. words anyway, the whole point <laughs> is sad that Tom Jones passed away um, as of as of this coming out a little bit over a week ago. And you would mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, I don't know if you would know him, but you would know him for the Fantastics, probably, is the most well-known um, of our generation that he's done. But he's done so much stuff, so it was super yeah. sad. That it, the ripe old age of 95 um, yeah. had a very long and good life. Yeah, also 110 in the shade and I Do, I Do. Mm-hmm. Or some other shows that he wrote. So, yes, that is very sad. Super um, sad. Yeah. But, you know, he got to do what he loved. So, that's, that's true. And we are thankful yeah. for him. And his last musical was in 2012, and it was called The Game of Love. Oh, ties in with our, our to show today. It. <laughs> yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's cute. Um, one thing to move away from a little bit of the yeah. sadness, but also, also sad. But also kind of say. sad, but in a different yeah. way. Yeah, in a different way. Uh, Eva Noblezada or, um, Liva Maria, Liva Maria on Instagram. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, she, uh, had her last show this past Sunday as of recording this, um, in Hadestown. At, in Hadestown on Broadway with her. Also with her beau, uh, Reeve so Carney. Cute. Reeve Carney, so cute. They're they're so cute. Um, they are and of, so cute. Yeah. And also, and course, you can watch some no, of these videos, and I'm crying. Yes, we will link them in the show notes, of course. Um, pa- Patrick Patrick Page is that his right? Mm-hmm. That yeah, his Patrick. I don't Page. know why my my brain said is his name Patrick. I don't know. Um, and then my brain just said, wow, Patrick Page should play Patrick Star one day in SpongeBob the Musical. Patrick Star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Patrick Page came on and said a little speech about her, so which was really cute. amazing. And there's some great photos we'll link in our show notes and also the videos as well. It's so um, sweet. And, of course, we know that she is leaving Town to go do the Great Gatsby musical. Yes, so we will Jimmy see Jordan. her again soon. Yes flap in those flapper dresses but it's just i mean the the videos of her singing in the last show where Mm -hmm. you just i as an aside um i feel like i would hate to go to see someone's last show or a show's last show because i think there'd just be so much emotion that Mm -hmm. you you would just be feeling all of those emotions and sometimes you wonder if that gets in the way of what they're doing mm-hmm. on stage mm-hmm. um i don't yeah. know if you've ever been to a regional production of anything when it's their last day and mm-hmm. all the people are crying on stage and you're like can you hold it together though mm-hmm. uh but i think that like she did such a good job i was listening on the videos and she did such a good job um yeah. with the first of all the show itself is emotional so it it lends right. itself to that but it was she's just so incredible so yeah have you seen the show live Yes, it came. Yes, it was that's touring what you here. Did. 
Yeah. Yes, and it's touring near me soon next spring. Ooh, so I'm hopefully going to go see it because my wife absolutely loves the show. And I have heard snippets of songs and some full songs. And obviously, I've seen like the Tony performance, but I don't really know the plot hardly at all. So I'm excited to, as Rachel shakes her head, I'm excited to just Greek. kind of let it let yeah. it sweep over me. And um, yeah, Greek mythology and it's, here. It's coming to wait for me. It's really what it's it's gonna wait do. Wait so. me. Yeah. Uh, she's so good. <laughs> but we're excited uh, about Great Gatsby, of course. The two yes, dueling course, great. I would love if both Great Gatsby are on Broadway at the same Gatsby. time, and they're like across I once the street again from think each other. Smash the musical is just going to be about the Great Gatsby debacles. Well, this is also, of course, leads into our next story of how your theory of Wicked Part 2 is just the whiz. <laughs> and it actually might be. We don't yeah, yet yeah. know. We won't yeah. know until we see it. And this yeah. week we got news That's that right. there we go. Michelle Lewis will star as Dorothy and the Wiz, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And the Wiz officially began its rehearsals. And it just looks... First of all, this cast looks beautiful just in the photos. Yeah. That but first also, photo, I thought so it was Beyonce. Incredibly talented. <laughs> that first photo oh on God. Broadway World, we'll link it in our show notes. It looks like Beyonce and then Chris Jackson and then Ethan Slater in the background. Oh my That's what God. It looks like. Are you looking no, at this right now? Yes, no. <laughs> Taylor. Oh my God. It looks like it's got, I mean, it's going to be an amazing cast. I'm very excited to see a updated you know, version of the Wiz. I think that our culture, Mm -hmm. like pop culture time and the idea of repurposing certain things and, and really leaning into people Mm -hmm. who are from a certain culture, presenting that culture and also being a part of the creative aspects of that is really going to lend itself really well to the Wiz. And Mm. there are tons of bops in the Wiz that I'm sure people already know and I think it's just overshadowed by the Wizard of Oz, um, True. and I'm 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 just really excited about it. Yeah. I, I'll say, the Wiz is a blind spot in my own theater. You know, really? Landscape. Do you know any not, of the songs? I don't know any of the songs. I've ease never on watched down, it. Ease on down the yeah. road. I'm sure you know um, that song. I've heard, yeah, I've heard yeah. someone sing that, just like that, yeah. how you presented yeah. it right there. Oh, good, thank you. Um, As yeah. a white person. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know, like, Michael Jackson and Diana Ross are in the movie, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. speaking of a La La Blaine from last week, maybe we'll do um, The Wiz. Yeah, maybe we will do on The Wiz. Show. But for this Broadway um, revival, what's cool about this, among a lot of things, is that additional written materials are being written yeah. by Amber Ruffin, who, of course, we know did uh, was a co-writer on the script for Some Like It Hot last yeah. season. Um, and, of course, host of the Amber Ruffin show. And she was a writer on Seth Meyers before she hosted the Amber Ruffin show. So very excited about that. That's going to be super fun. It's going to be so fun. And mm. once again, it might be the second part of the Wicked two-part series. You're right. Yep. That's just it. Just a pro shot. Cynthia Rivo and Ariana Grande in The Wiz. <laughs> no, it's just a pro shot. It's like the final oh, scene okay. of Wicked gotcha. and then immediately uh-huh. into the pro shot of this movie. Yeah. I yeah. Of the show. I mean, let's just say mm. it. Yeah. It's possible. Anything's possible. Wild. Anything is possible. And that leads us to our next um, bit of buzz news, which is um, some casting Anthony Edwards and Aria Shagesiming. 
I'm 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 gl- totally glad I'm saying this because Rachel yeah. would do such a better job. <laughs> I'm terrible at words. Anne Moore are set to star in Prayer for the French Republic Which at the Manhattan MTC. Theater Club. Yes. Um, so that's very exciting. Um, other cast members are Betsy, uh, Aideen, Francis. Why are these names so hard? Ben Hamu, Ari Brand, Molly Ranson, and Nancy Robinette. So very excited for people being cast in plays and musicals right now. What's so funny is that I think that this, what's interesting, I should say, is that Mm -hmm. there are people who have continued the conversation about like who should be playing in a Jewish related role. And I think that um, clearly that extends to a lot of places in pop culture in this current moment, Mm -hmm. as I was informed right before recording this. But um, (laughs) I think that uh, this might also be a time where people feel that for this, this, um, this show. Right. Yes, and this production is going to be transferring to Broadway in December, December. so we will be talking about that in the future as well. Yeah. So, very exciting. Um, We we got some other casting news. Yes, talk about the two. Yeah, you can do Moulin Rouge and then Here Lies Love if you want to talk about those. Perfect. Okay. So, we got some casting news, and as Taylor said in Moulin Rouge, Gabe Martinez is going to join um, the cast of Moulin Rouge at Santiago, which is exciting. Yeah. Um, and he starts in October. Very and exciting. then um, Here Lies Love, Vina Morales uh, will join the cast um, as Aurora Aquino for a limited run uh, in Here Lies mm. Love. So, yes, from September 22nd to October 22nd. To October 22nd, so a month yeah. run. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's exciting. We love, we love, I, I think. We've talked about this before, about when subs come in, when uh, yeah. new people come in. Um, when substitute teachers yeah. come in. When you sub someone on the field during before mm. halftime. No, That's but right. like it really is very <laughs> interesting here because Here Lies Love hasn't really been on Broadway that long. And to have a celebrity or to have someone come in and be a replacement mm. um, for a, you know, a short time. Sometimes it's because the other actor has a, a different kind of role contract. And so they're coming in just for that time because the right. main actor is going away. But when you think about Moulin Rouge, they've been really doing a lot of let's figure out who we can add. I mean, to the cast in order to continue mm-hmm. to have people come back or have new audiences be engaged in ticket sales. Because at the end of the day, money is right. what allows you to be on Broadway. Yep. And so, and I think what's, what's very interesting, we didn't talk about this with Hades town, but that also is about to happen with Hades town, right? We have Betty who coming in and others coming in to the Hades town mm-hmm. cast to kind of give it that. Casey now, Cat, as we've talked yes, about. Right. Yes. In Moulin Rouge. So yeah. yeah. And also, this is the part that currently is being played by Leia Salonga. So it is kind of a a celebrity part anyway, um, yes. a little bit. Leia Salonga yeah. being like a Broadway celebrity in that and sense. And sometimes, that, like I said, it happens because maybe yeah. Leia has, ha, ha, already has a contract that she was supposed Correct. to do for that yeah. month somewhere else and mm-hmm. got this job and this is what happens. And yeah. sometimes, Or she just wants a month off. Or she was really ready to not be harassed by people for a month in her dressing room. True. 
True. Um, speaking of Here Lies Love, I have friends that have seen it, and I've had a friend that actually has seen it twice oh, from wow. different vantage points and said it's one of his favorite shows of the new season. Oh, wow. So, wow. And apparently it's doing very well in New York right now. Yeah. So. I believe that. Yeah. It gives That's a constant exciting. vibe. All right, Tay, we have two more pieces of news. Love it. Yeah. This is very interesting. Both Rachel and I were like, hmm, this is fascinating. Um, Concord Theatricals launch uh, are going to launch a 16 edition for U.S. schools. Um, Not to be confused with 16, but 6, the right. musical teen edition. Yeah. yeah, teen edition. Which, does that basically just mean, like, no language? Like, <laughs> no, like like oral sex references in that one song i don't know but also like there's a whole song basically about being groomed and molested so right. like what are we going right. to do about that mm-hmm. is that queen just not going to be there it's going to be five <laughs> and someone in the broadway world comments again we love them someone we says we love it, the broadway world comments and it's it will just never completely be unhinged. <laughs> it says and it will never be performed because there's no room for an ensemble <laughs> Honestly, uh, yeah. coming soon to a toxic theater department near you. <laughs> no, I'm so. Oh crying. my gosh, so good. No, so good. that's so funny. Yeah. Ugh, it's too much. Let's do uh, our actually okay. second to last because we're going to talk about something else before we go on to our main event. Oh, are we? Yeah, yeah. You already know. We talked about this. I don't remember talking about it. But okay, that's cool. Okay. Um, breaking news. Jason Robert Brown. Is this what we're talking about? Yeah. Okay, great. Jason Robert Brown <laughs> and Taylor Mack have a new mm-hmm. musical, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil, that will premiere at Goodman Theater. And mm. um, I'm very intrigued by this. Uh, yeah. I don't really, I don't really know what to expect from from what this looks like. Um, recently, the name is the, intriguing. Is it about yeah. like Adam and Eve? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I was also trying mm. to figure out what have they done recently. What has this um, theater done recently? Mm. Um, but anyway, it looks very interesting. This show. Yeah. It's so based we'll on see. the New York on the New York Times bestselling book by John Burnt. And it's directed by Rob Ashford. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what this show is about and what this A seductive um, will sound musical. like. I know. June 25th. Yeah. Seductive being the wow. key word here. That's what our tagline is going to be now. A seductive, seductive. New, new podcast. Rare is what we're going to say. Yeah, cute cat sound. <laughs> For Rachel's cat obsession, of course. Of course, obviously. Yeah. Speaking and of then cats. finally, uh, speaking of cats, no, I'm just kidding. This is not cats. <laughs> um, I want to talk briefly about the Maestro trailer oh. that dropped mm-hmm. this past week, which will in turn we will talk about some controversy from multiple casting, which we kind of mentioned earlier. About um, so this, of course, is the movie that is coming out in the fall, um, starring and directed by Bradley Cooper, Rachel's favorite actor. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Rachel said before we were recording that she wasn't a fan of Bradley Cooper, which I didn't know until today. I mean, I'm not, not a like fan a, of Rocket Raccoon. I, Come on. It's not that I don't like, it's not like I hate him. Like, right. it's just I'm not a fan. Mm. 
Yeah. Did you know he voices not... Rocket Raccoon? Is that isn't that wild? Every time I hear someone say that, I kind of forget it because it doesn't really sound like him at all. But I do want to preface with my real experience with Bradley Cooper was seeing Hangover Two. I'm pretty sure it was Hangover right. Two yes. as my first. 17 like you know whatever it was r-rated movie had to be 17 and i went Uh with your brother taylor oh my gosh wow what (laughs) a movie to start on your first r-rated movie i don't think i had ever seen the first one there's like penises everywhere (laughs) and it was was bradley cooper so i think maybe that just kind of clouds some of my Mm. thoughts on bradley cooper yeah anyway wow wow back to what you're saying valid Um, yes, so this movie is about the life and marriage of Leonard Bernstein and wife Felicia. Bye, Felicia, is what what I'm just okay. And the big controversy is, of course, Leonard Bernstein was a Jewish individual, and Bradley Cooper is not Jewish, and he is wearing a prosthetic in the movie, a nose Mm -hmm. prosthetic. And this is also coinciding, of course, this is a little bit later. We were going to talk about this on a previous episode, but we had to cut it for time. But um, coinciding with the Funny Girl touring casting announcement. Katrina McCrimmon being Fanny Bryce in the touring company. Mm -hmm. And she is of, she's originally from Miami. She has uh, Latin American roots, Hispanic heritage, and Mm -hmm. that they've, she's explicitly not Jewish is what, has been stated about it after. Right. because i think originally people are like well she can be you know from latin america and still be jewish obviously um but then you know right. she's not jewish and anyway there's been a lot of tick theater TikTok talk mm-hmm. about this a while ago um and yeah. what this means and then people kept talking about the same thing happened previously with fiddler on the roof and how that was such a big deal because alfred molina was cast as tevia yeah. And well, that was, was no like Jews. that was like 15 years ago. I mean, Danny Beardsley played him in the most yeah. recent revival. But I'm just saying, I think that there's yeah. some, I there's some, yeah. I think there's some discussion. Also, it comes at such Correct. a time when Parade being very Jewish and Jewish centered and aware of right. its Jewishness, Correct. Um, yeah. is on Broadway, and then having this conversation yeah. about, yeah, about. Fanny Bryce or about yeah. uh, Funny Girl. After and, the already craziness of Funny Girl itself. Right, right. But it did recoup its investment. There's that. Yeah, don't worry. Um, don't worry. <laughs> they have the money. Um, the criticism about the maestro, the maestro, oh my gosh, maestro movie as well is that, of course, Cooper's choice of wearing a prosthetic nose to play Bernstein. Yeah. I do want to reference there's a Hollywood Reporter article, which we will link in the show notes, talking about the family, Bernstein family, a joint statement from Jamie, Alexander, and Nina Bernstein, the conductor's children. And it says, quote, it breaks our hearts to see any misrepresentations or misunderstandings of Cooper's efforts, Bradley Cooper's efforts. It happens to be true that Leonard Bernstein had a nice big nose. Bradley chose to use makeup to amplify his resemblance and we're perfectly fine with that we're also certain that our dad would have been fine with it as well yeah very interesting i think it's the question of really like i get that in this scenario obviously this is about a specific family but does this Mm -hmm. and that and that family is okay with this scenario but how do 
people at large? How do Jewish people at large in the United States feel about mm-hmm. that? Right. Um, especially, I think this this maybe is also, I mean, it's not, but it's kind of related to like, why do we have James be every like gay character in a musical mm-hmm. movie musical yeah. when we know there are plenty of very talented gay men who can play that musical part in the mm-hmm. musical and it it just gets back to this what really is representation is representation about the visual of that character being representative or is it also about the person representing it as well as the character and are we in the 20 20- first century in the dear like in the year of the mess of 2023 are we further uh, away or do those things need to be together in order for it to be true representation because obviously we've had times in the past where it doesn't matter what the actor is doing it matters about the character of like we want to see representation of any kind and we want the character to represent that but then you get you get back into the space of but aren't there people who can represent that character and also are that representation right like there there's a reason why shakespeare had all men play the parts but it wasn't because there weren't women who could be educated and do it right and it's not the same obviously this is not you know the 16th century (laughs) in england but it is a similar it's a similar kind of thought process here like Mm -hmm. is this enough i guess is my question and if you if we know better why are we still doing this and with bradley cooper it's that's the biggest thing is if we know better why are we still doing this and it's harder when it's one individual family that says oh but it's fine with us but you're like okay but is it fine right it might be fine with you but is it okay Right. I don't know. Yeah. Very good points. I think also too, like, and I mean this in like a very genuine way is that like, it's not like the entertainment industry is like hurting for Jewish actors or individuals. Like (laughs) there are lots of Jewish actors and performers. And famous Jewish actors. Yes, exactly. Who could still bring people in. Yes. Yes. And even if you wanted someone not famous, for funny girl you could have hired someone that was jewish so yeah it's just so hard because okay thinking specifically about funny girl it's it's different it would be different right if we are talking about hamilton which obviously was cast in like a re-identifying of these characters and the representation of the actual historical figures right but there's no nothing to say that a white person can't portray some of those people or right. that a different of a different ethnicity could not mm-hmm. portray some of those characters because right. as the show is written it's not about them being those things right mm-hmm. it's about the actors themselves kind of juxtaposing the traditional sense of the 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 person or the the narrator or whatever the original historical lens i guess i should say right but when you have a role that is about being jewish and there's like no getting around it like tevia or fanny bryce where your identity as the character is to be jewish Mm -hmm. and you're not it does feel a little bit like why why yeah and and i think i would feel fine about this if we were all in sixth grade and we were in our 
like Anglo-Saxon white middle school situation. And there was I was no just going to say this. This is yeah. Broadway. This is a national right. tour. And and the yeah. worst part, though, in my opinion, the worst part is Katrina McCrimmon. Like she probably is very talented, but people are not going to enjoy her because right. she doesn't represent the character enough. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say how, like, regional theater, it's often harder to be more specific because you're yeah. just getting people who are want to perform theater on their off days from the drive. That's why we like, like ensemble roles. Right, right. Or ensemble so, roles. So, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, it'll be interesting to see. Interesting. I mean, this is, a, this is a continuing conversation of, like, Absolutely. casting, and it'll be, I'll be interested to see how, like, Funny Girl tour tickets sell, and then yeah. also how Maestro, you know, does someone I was listening to a podcast today and they were talking about how Maestro feels like Bradley Cooper like he's been nominated for a total of 13 Oscars and has not won a single one with producing directing and acting and this feels like him finally making a movie to be like hey give me this Oscar final like it's the most Oscar-y movie out there Mm -hmm. like look if you watch the trailer it does look like an Oscar movie yeah. Whatever that means for, you know, the Oscar. Like, it can mean anything, but quote-unquote, you know, standard Oscar movie. But, yeah, um, yeah, that he's finally just saying, like, just give it to me already. <laughs> Is what he's, like, he's I putting on the it. prosthetic, and he's like, please, just give it to me. So, And that's when you're like, what if, what if he really does win that? Right. Like, what are we saying? Like, what, I, I think that's, this, it gets even further down the line of, like, this yeah. is why it's going to become hard because this this will be so visible enough and we mm-hmm. will that and now have to have the same conversation about whether this is correct or not. And even right. if he gives a freaking amazing performance, can we give him that award? Right. Well, and that's why award seasons and we talk about that during our Tony's is like it's really just like a snapshot of that moment. And when we look back. Yeah. You know, we can say, oh, what what did we learn? You know, we look back on 10 years, 12 years now from 13 years, actually, from when the King's Speech won Best Picture. And we all know Social Network should have won, obviously. That's where (laughs) (laughs) everyone knows this. But, you know, um, but, you know, and that's obviously not for the same reasons as this is. But we're all going to look back on Maestro and Funny Girl in 10 years and be like, what happened? They really should have. They really should have thought of that. So, yeah, yeah. And who knows? Funny Girl has the chance to really change, but to rectify the situation. Yeah. 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 We'll see. And why didn't they just get? Why didn't they just pay Julie Benko a bunch of money and have her go on tour? I don't, I don't know. Well, we digress, anyway. and what a great What's the Buzz segment. We love it. Lots of buzz to talk about. But now we go on to our main course of the episode, and that's um, showmances. Showmance. 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 So much. Show much fun with the show. much fun. That's right. The show must it's go It's so on. romantic. Let's get into it. I think the first, the biggest thing, where where else would we start? But what would you define uh, as a showman's? What is your I definition? I also yeah. thought, should I look up what showman's is? And do people mm-hmm. know what a showman's is? Well, there's a whole Wikipedia page on showman's, so there it is. Um. Well, 
in my opinion, a showmance is, especially when we're talking about theater, although it can happen in TV or film or any kind of show. Or or reality show is what it says Or a reality show. But in my, you know, experience, it's been theater. And it is a flirtatious and or romantic experience or Mm. feeling that you have for someone else who is in the show or in the film or whatever with you, whom you would otherwise probably not have these feelings for or would not intersect with in such an intimate way. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'll give you an example. Like I'm sure Taylor and I would have eventually become friends, but we were in a class together and then we were like in a show together and we, you know, we're some of the youngest Mm -hmm. people. And so we were instantly like connected yeah. right and, and just to set the record straight oh, rachel no. and i we're not were never in a, in a showman's. showman's no yeah. sorry but you know what i mean like it, <laughs> well, right now we're in a podcast showman we're in a podman's. yeah exactly <laughs> no but you know what i mean like obviously people come together during those seasons and the your mm-hmm. sense of like how you're feeling and thinking is just all through you're just all thrown into it and your character's Mm. emotions often become your emotions and vice versa and if you especially i would say showmances are harder or frequent more frequent probably when you're playing opposite someone especially as a as a kid when you're playing opposite someone who in a romantic situation within the show already Mm mm-hmm yeah. So that's my definition. What is what do you think of showmances, Taylor? Well, I absolutely agree. I think what's interesting about the showmances that we'll talk about today is that they don't just happen during the show. They also happen after the show. They continue on. Um, yeah. And I think um, that sometimes happened in high school and middle yeah. school and college and things like that and beyond but sometimes they just happen for a period and then you move on and you move on to your next showman so um (laughs) and yes absolutely that's yeah this wikipedia page says a showmance in parentheses sometimes show dash mance also known as show romance is a romance but that develops between two individuals in theater film or television when the two actively engage in a made-up situation it can be called a fomance whoa a fomance i know and then also if you scroll down it says in popular culture the second episode of glee is entitled showmance and it aired september 9 2009 and then it says see also um romance Womance. <laughs> and I just love that they put those two. See also well. romance and womance. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So yeah. showmances are kind of, I feel like this thing, especially in theater culture, that are like very high. Like everyone knows what a showmance is. Yeah. Everyone absolutely. knows that it happens all the time. I would say Rachel and I, as we said, we were never showmance, but we did witness a lot of showmances. As we've talked about before, like Rachel was in a production of The Little Mermaid, and I was the <laughs> stage manager, and the and Ariel and 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 Eric. Prince Eric were having a little showmance, and they mm-hmm. kissed for real in the show, and they mm-hmm. were not supposed to. Yes. And we won't name any names, but <laughs> you know, but the people who know know. 
Yes, that's right. Um, and then even I feel, and especially because our theater group did a lot of Disney stuff, like Aladdin. Weren't like Aladdin and Jasmine dating? Yeah. Also, at, at one point, a yeah. stepsister liked a the prince in oh, that's Cinderella, right. and Max. Well, and, and of now course, they're married. Now they're married. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, a stepsister <laughs> got her prince charming. So eventually, yeah. yeah. That's so yeah. it was so funny. And what would have been great is if Cinderella ended up with one of the mice because I was a mouse. So, but that didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. Yeah. It's so funny. But I'm trying to remember if there were other, I mean, there was always people dating. I mean, there were so many. Yes. The thing with children's theater and youth theater and like being in high school and just having lots of hormones. Right. Right. Is that all you're always dating someone and when you're at rehearsal and that's your weekend, like you would do your weekends were rehearsal. It was Friday night. Right. You went to rehearsal Saturday all day. You went to yes. rehearsal. And this is how and our like, theater company was set up. You would go. Yeah. Friday night and like and Saturday, even, even for school stuff, it was not yeah. on the weekend. So I could do both shows. So that was the key part. Right. And, but the shows at school were like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you would be called right. for like, hour and a half at least while the show was going on and you get to know people really well and what happens is you and your little friends you talk and you're like oh isn't that person so cute or isn't their voice so amazing and then it snowballs and all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you are like thinking that them looking at you during that one scene means they're proposing to you Right. And all of a sudden you're in a showman's. And mm-hmm. when I was in, I hope no one listens to this. Who knows these people? I was when just going to ask if you've ever been in a showman's. So. When I was <laughs> in Aladdin, there was a showman's mm. um, between Prince Ali or uh, Aladdin, Aladdin and Aladdin. Jasmine. Yeah. Right. But there was someone else who liked Jasmine and then mm-hmm. there was like also a weird kind of love triangle with Jafar and someone else. Wow. <laughs> wild. Wow. When we yeah. when we were in Susical, the musical, it was all sorts of nonsense. And mm-hmm. I had a crush on someone before the show, so it wasn't a showman's, but then they were a Wickersham <laughs> brother and I was a bird girl and we did a lot of things together and I was still crushing on them hard. Wow. Um, Imagine so, where yeah. you'd be. You'd have little Wickersham bird girl babies right now <laughs> if you guys were together. <laughs> I don't know where this person yeah. is, but yeah. it's just, you know, of course, we I feel like we've all there. been in some kind of showmance in some way, right. shape, or form, right, Day? Yeah. I mean, I liked a lot of girls. I, you know, of course, I'll believe, I'll believe these acts. Obviously, I love bleeping stuff, so there's that. But, you know, like, <laughs> Rachel knows. Oh, yeah. Rachel's laughing. Yeah. And then there's like, like, Oh, yeah, and, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. All these people yeah. that you guys don't know because I just bleep them out. But um, all I feel these, like I also I, had a crush on on yeah. her. Yeah, <laughs> and the fact that we had the cr- a crush on the same person—that's funny. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, so I never—I don't think I ever, especially because the only really leads I played in high school were the Tin Man, who was asexual. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's so true. Oh my gosh. I need a whole, I'm sure there's a book out there. Someone who's listening, please give me the book recommendation of the Tin Man being asexual because yes, this. Right. And then, and then, um, 
and then like lit and then like one of the schoolboys in Les Mis who is like not yeah. really interested like that that's the whole point of the schoolboys is that yeah. like Marius is romantic and, and you're like Bill Marius yeah. so I wasn't really a romantic lead ever and also that's just not my like I'm not a I'm not a Prince Charming type that's not like what I think is so funny though Tay is that we okay, <laughs> don't confirm right there she no, no I said nothing I, I said nothing but when Taylor and I were in shows together, Taylor and yeah. I were both very responsible young children. Okay. We right. just like, we were yeah. leaders and we were responsible yeah. and, and often we're we were becoming unresponsible adults. At, that's so true. <laughs> we're aging backwards. We're aging backwards. It's Benjamin yeah, Button. Benjamin Button. But, yeah. yeah. But I, but we also were not like big, big leads where we were on the stage all the time. Right. And so we would often individually and then especially when we were together, be tasked with like watching the children, basically. Correct. Like because being it, corralling yeah. them. But for those that don't know that are tuning, you know, if this is your first episode, welcome. Episode Sorry. 80. But uh, we're in our 80s now, Rachel. It's yeah. great. Yeah. We're and feeling that's great. That's why we're reckless. Yeah, Um. exactly. We can do whatever we want. Um, we grew up in this children's, you know, theater company. So it was ages like eight to 18. And yeah. so, yeah, there were often little children with not, you know, being, you know, there were parent chaperones, but it was only like four or five of them. And then, so like the directors obviously looked to the older, more responsible kids to be like, Hey, you need to take care of this ADHD child that's running around. And at 13, and that was, like 10 that of was them. us. Right. At 13, right. we were in charge of them, right. mostly. Right. 14. We were we were all the responsible kids in 13, the musical. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just so interesting, though, because I think that I saw a lot of showmances. The most showmances I saw was in the first musical we did, which was together, which was Cinderella. But then I think the second, like other showmances I saw the biggest were when we were, I really think when we were in Mulan. There were just so many right. showmances and it was little, like little kids. Yeah. Having that's these true. Showmances yeah. and having all these experiences mm-hmm. and people who are leads for the first time. And mm-hmm. like, it's truly, I, I know that people who watch high school musical and musical, the series or people who watch theater camp or people who watch other things, they're like theater kids cannot possibly be. Really? This way. It right. really is that right. way. Yeah. Yeah. It truly is. It's that wild. Yeah. It's that crazy. Yeah. And high school, you know, what's great about that, Rachel and I, uh, you know, peep our next episode, but we will be talking about High School Musical, the musical, the series. And yeah. I think talking about showmances is a great, like, kind of segue to that. And yeah. because that I whole agree. show is really Centered predicated on showmans. showmans. Like, yeah, but multiple showmances. What I love about it, especially oh, this season, Rachel, true. is I don't know if you've watched the new season, but it's also interesting is that, like, yes, you can go from show to show to show and have different showmances. And that's and really what the show is about. <laughs> it's showmance inception because some yes. of these people actually in real life had a showmance right. because of the show right. High School Musical and Musical the Series. Yeah, yeah. And that's why, because uh, I've been watching this most recent season because we are going to talk about it on the podcast and also because I am a fan. And. <laughs> Uh, I was just thinking, wow, this is actually like real high school life yeah. because we had so many, there were so many showmances. And what's so funny, if you've never, ever been in a theater experience before, you should mm-hmm. figure that out. But also what's <laughs> so funny, like Taylor was saying, is you, 
do you in that moment everything is so dramatic and like who's right. who and are they still yeah. dating by next Saturday yeah. and like does right. he like her and she likes someone mm-hmm. else and yada yada yeah. and God forbid we have a dance or someone's sweet 16 right. party coming up so ma- oh my gosh it. so many of those yeah yeah, yeah yeah but right like we what's so crazy is it was so much drama and then we'd have like three weeks where we would like not see each other or talk to each other and then we'd come back and like all the tides have changed and all because we were a different casting and like now the drama is about different casting this and it's different and now we have different showmances and so what's funny is I don't live my life thinking oh wow what a cringy showmance that experience was until we recall this the show so then you tar- start telling me about the show and then I'm like oh yeah that did happen right and these right. things did happen yeah it's kind of wild and wild. and also like I don't think people really truly under people that are not theater people don't understand like there is drama in high school and there is high school drama, but when you add theater kids in it, the drama is so much more heightened and so much more just like dramatic. I mean, there's really no other way to put it than dramatic. It's I mean, drama. it's so dramatic. Yeah. And, and it it's is true it's, drama. I would say it's perpetuated because it doesn't stay, you know, drama doesn't just stay in high school. Like, it, I don't, I don't know how to articulate this. Mm-hmm. The sphere of talking about the drama increases. So you talk, Mm -hmm. like the drama is happening at rehearsal, but God forbid you're also in the same school as them. So it's happening in the school. And then your friends at rehearsal know, and then your friends at school know, and then Mm -hmm. your friends that you talk to and your parents know. And like everything is just, there's just so much drama because there's so much rumination. Right. And I will say, like, the time, I mean, we are dating ourselves, and of course. Children. But, yeah, and we're children. But, like, wait, this was a time of social media, but it was still new. It was very fresh. I'd I would say, say, like, Instagram came when we were freshmen in high school. Yeah, like, yeah, like, freshman or sophomore in high school. Yeah. And um, Facebook was still very new. Like even to because and it, was it started out as a college kids. Yeah, it was still like I mean, I thing. use call. I used Facebook maybe starting in seventh grade. I lied about my age to get on Facebook. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's why I mean that's just a it's a very different time now. Obviously, yeah. we're no like aging ourselves. Right. No threats. But, um. And there's lots of like messaging, like DMing. There was lots of DMing. Oh, I was on AIM yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, we could digress and talk about our, our personal showman stories for all day. But let's get into some, you know, in the press, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, popular showmances that we know about. Who do you have? Did you? Well, this was so write funny because when list? I wrote some people down and then I was like, oh, we already talked about them as a Broadway like power couple. So mm-hmm. I had to. Which is fine. Oh, no, it's totally fine. But um, what's funny to me. Um, Whereas just, I still, some of them I'm like, I can't get over, but I, I there's one in particular that I really wanted to name. Oh, I um, love it. And I didn't know this. I really didn't. And you might know it, but Sarah Brightman caught the oh, yeah. eye yes. of Andrew yeah. Lloyd Webber when uh-huh. she auditioned for Cats in 1981. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. And then they became... Yeah. How could you not? I don't know how I didn't know this. I mean, I knew that Mm -hmm. they were together. I didn't know that's how they met. And then I knew that he wrote the part of Christine for her. 
Right. Yeah. When, and, and, you know, she, right. She premiered it in London and they were only together in a marriage for six years. So, but I did not know that how they met was because she auditioned for cats. Right. Your favorite show. My favorite show. So I had just to, I just want to put it out there. Uh, Alex, or I almost said Alex Brightman. Alex Brightman. Also that. Alex Brightman and Sarah Brightman. They should have gotten married. Then they could have kept their last names. Both of them. Um, (gasps) Sarah Brightman is 63 and Andrew Lloyd Webber is 75, which wasn't as big of an age gap as I thought, but. Yeah. It still gives like, you're the director. It's still, once again, everything, all roads lead back to smash, but like it's smash. Like you're just like, are you being a creepy director? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, writer, a little bit different. Yeah, that's fair. But they were. That's kind of like. That's like Christian um, Borel trying to get with Leslie Odom Jr.'s character in Smash. That's really what it is. <laughs> Christian Borel also on the and, list. And actually Deborah Messing's character getting with Will Chase. That's really what it is. <laughs> no. And it was. That would happen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was See? Smash. Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I wonder if you went on, um, there's a Playbill article called till there was you best broadway yeah, show me published in 2013 so obviously there needs to be dated. an updated one playbill come on i know everything um, was so dated showmances like yeah. on theater mania also was 2012 and i was like guys yeah. we've clearly had showmances past i know i know um but the photo of angel ed weber and so brightman on the playbill article which maybe we'll put in no, our main, look at um, it. instagram photo is hilarious because it's literally from the 80s and oh my gosh no look at their angel i know angel and weber looks like a bat like fifth beetle like he got rejected from the beatles what are they doing with their hands sarah brightman doesn't look that bad but no one looks good in this photo what are the hands what's happening with the hands why are they holding each other like that i don't even know I want to talk about two younger kind of our Broadway era um, showmances. Sorry, my brain was not working for a second. Hello? Hello? Um, I just want to talk about Smash some more, I guess. Um, Well, we could. Yeah. So the first is, and funny enough, because both of these women have two things in common, which I'll reference in a minute. But the first one is Ashley Spencer and Jeremy Jordan. Who are still, they've been married since 2012. They have been rocking ever since. And by rocking, I mean because they first uh, encountered each other in an online video when she was preparing to audition for Rock of Ages. And he was a swing in the show. Impressed by his singing skills, Spencer began Facebook messaging jeremy jordan who gave her some tips for her audition the so advice wild. must have worked because they were uh, spencer was cast and they began dating they have i believe they have a daughter right now i can't i know they have a, a child but i don't know if it's a boy or a girl but it's so um, and so that's pretty that is crazy and there's really some fun maybe we'll i'm linking in the show notes some fun videos of them singing at 54 Below and Joe's Pub. They're so cute. Yeah, they're so cute. And of course, Jeremy Jordan, like one of the best voices of our generation. So Agreed. Agreed. Except he went off to Supergirl Land, which I've talked about. He's coming back. He's finally coming back. He is coming back. back. And then the other couple I want to shout out is Laura Osnes and Nathan Johnson, 
of course, you know, Laura Osnes, <laughs> you know, we've talked about, we can do a whole deep dive on her. Is Nathan okay, though? Like, have we heard from him? I don't know. I guess. I don't know. We can check yeah. out his Instagram. I used to follow both of them, but then I unfollowed them. So I think we all know uh, why. Wow. But um, have you heard the story about how they met? It's wild. I did. But yeah. I, I, it's they, I remember she talked about this in multiple interviews because I used to watch. Mm-hmm. I love Laura Osnes. We used to Especially talk about, saw her live, saw her in Cinderella, yeah. got to almost meet Ronnie her, saw her Kyle, walk past yeah. me, saw her walk past me. But, you know, wow. pe- uh, go check out our stage door episodes. So um, good. Yeah. Anyway, so her, she met her husband, Nathan, Nathan Johnson, who is a, um, photographer not to be confused with brian johnson the director's brother who or cousin whose name is nathan johnson who is a a composer just want to put that out there the two met when they were under studies for jasmine and aladdin in a stage adaptation of the musical uh like a local regional production and that's crazy the two had to go on as jasmine and aladdin because the during like one jump the main leads like like bolted into each other like ran into each other and like had got concussions and they had to like stop the show and so nathan and so and laura so i know and nathan this is and why laura staging to... matters this is why running your ba- your your going through yeah. your blocking really matters i was gonna say this is why doing the stage combat before the show matters yes um yeah your yeah. run through yeah. your, your block yeah. run through go watch the stage combat from theater camp scenes last week (laughs) um but yeah so nathan and laura had to go on in their like and they didn't have they never like made costumes for them so they had to wear the same costumes and that she she talks about i i don't know how over dramatized this is but every interview i've seen her she said like there was blood on the the costumes like all these things anyway they had their first kiss like in the show and then he apparently asked her out after that. And the rest is history. They've been married, since, been married since 2007. Yeah. Which is a very long time. Long time. And the correlation between the two is that Laura Osnes and Ashley Spencer, both on the Grease You're the One That I Want show, because Ash- Ashley Spencer was the runner-up and Laura Osnes won. And yeah. the other lap between was Bonnie and Clyde, Laura Osnes yeah. and Jeremy Jordan and mm-hmm. Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Laura Osnes in Bandstand with Corey Cott, another yeah. newsy. So another newsy. You're yeah. right. It's just, another it, it's like a, it's yeah. a murder board. With it's screen. a, it's a like weird, like, like ancestral, like newsy. Yeah. You're like, what yeah. is my second yeah. cousin? Is what yeah. related to my great aunt? Right. I just anyway. thought that was wild. That like, imagine a world where Ashley Spencer won Greasy the one I won, and then she goes on to be in that revival instead of Laura Osnes. Like, do we get a famous Laura Osnes after that? Because Ashley Spencer's like pretty well known, but she's not like yeah. as big as Laura Osnes. That's a good so. question. Wow wild well uh, what what are some other or who are some other um showmances you want to reference i mean arguably there's like the biggest one that i think we need to talk about or there's two big ones one that i thought was interesting that i didn't know because i didn't really know who these people were and that's on me but nick adams and kyle brown um were in priscilla queen of the desert i was Mm. like did i see them interesting you probably did I know. And um, they that's they started their showmance because of that, basically, and decided 
or they had a showmance and then they decided to take it off um off stage mm. so that's really cute and i think brown recent kyle brown was recently in moulin rouge and nick adams was on the touring of falsettos a while ago pre-covid because mm-hmm. okay one more i want to say because it yeah. i went down the sir andrew lloyd weber rabbit hole mm, I love and those. i i'm pretty sure we mentioned them when we mentioned our famous broadway power couples but terrence mann yes. and charlotte de ambrose oh right yeah 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 yeah. So Man played Rum Tum Tugger in Cats. Oh my gosh, I love And those. Ambrose, Ambos, wow, can I say her name? Maybe Charlotte took over as mm. Cassandra in the show, and there was sparks flying, meows happening. Wow. And she said, someone, one of them said in an interview, "We just made out in the tunnels of Cats." Like, can you imagine Whoa. that they were in the tunnel, like going from one mm-hmm. side of the stage to the other? And we're like, oh, we're just making out for a quick second before our cue line. What? It's a wild time. What? what? Um, All that then, makeup, though. I just don't know how they did it. The makeup yeah. artists were like, please stop doing this. Right. Um, and then in 2013, they were in Pippin together and they were husband and wife at the time. Mm, I love that. Yeah. So the, I thought that was cool. I love that. Um, I want to shout out, which we may have mentioned on our Broadway power couples. I think the ultimate showmance, like when I think of a showmance, I always think of this one, is Adina Menzel and Tay Diggs. Yes. In, yeah. And they met when they were performing in the original cast of Rent, of course. So crazy. Where um, the, uh, Tay Diggs played the corrupt landlord Benny and Menzel originated the role of Maureen. Um, of course, they were together um, for a very long time. A while, right? And they have a son together. Um, let me look. Yeah, they were to, uh, married in 2003 and they divorced in 2014. So 11 years. That's a very long time. Um, so crazy. Yeah. And they have one son together. Uh, I want to also, another couple that is no longer together, which I know we mentioned them in our Broadway Power Couples, is... Um, uh, Anthony Ramos and yeah. um, Jasmine Cephas Jones. How can we not talk about this showman? John no. Lawrence and Philip Hamilton getting together with Peggy Schuyler and Maria <sighs> Reynolds. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. Oh, man. Amazing. Amazing. Um, they got engaged in, in 2018. Um, however, I believe they broke up like in 2021, I think is so what it was. Sad. So yeah. sad. So sad. Um, I, yeah, I, it's, I can't. Sometimes I'm like, wow, this is cringy. I didn't realize that mm-hmm. they were together. One, one couple that I don't think we mentioned on our power couple, mm, but definitely yeah. is a showmance. What, what is, was, I don't think they're together anymore, but I'm going to look it up after this. Mm. Norbert Leo Butts and Michelle Federer. Are they I saw together? this, yeah. I don't, I so, think so. Norbert so. Leo Butts, he played um, uh, Fierro, obviously. And right. Michelle was um, Nessa Rose. Mm-hmm. Yep, they're still together. And they got married in 2007 after that After that experience. After that, that Wicked began their, um, their, their showmance. Story. Yeah, wow. their love story. That's amazing. Wow. And Federer appeared in a recurring role in Smash always coming back to smash it's in which she plays smash. monica swift the wife of will chase 
Speaking of Will Chase, hilarious. yes. Can yes. we talk about Will it? Chase. Will yeah. Chase and Deborah Messing. Mm-hmm. They, I feel like they're they're showmances because of, right? Smash. Of because of Smash. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. And they so they got together because of Smash, which is so funny because mm-hmm. in reality, I mean, in the TV show, also yeah. that was happening. Yeah. Mirroring real life. When art mirrors real life, as Taylor said last week. Right, right. Yeah. So wild. So wild. Um, another wicked pairing, um, Sebastian Oshulis and Stephanie J. Block. Stephanie J. Block was playing Alphaba, and then um, Sebastian was cast as Fiero, and it turned into a real romance, and they ended up getting married before a performance one night. And they said, quote, I essentially bought her an engagement ring before we officially started dating because I just knew I was going to wed her, Arshula says. One day we got married at City Hall and that night did the show as a married couple singing As Long As You're Mine to each other on stage. (laughs) And then Rachel and I get to see them in Into the Woods and it was amazing. It was so good. It was so good. And then I want to shout out who we talked about in the beginning in our buzz segment, Eva Noblezada and Reeve Carney, of course, met doing Hades Town, and they've been dating now for three years. Isn't that is crazy? Amazing. That is. They're so cute. They are so um, cute. And then last but not least, unless you have another one. I have, I have one. Okay. Yeah, you go. Um. But I know we mentioned them before, and they're no longer together. But Ben Ross and Taylor Trench, once again, when we talk right. about Evan Sest, there was Ben Platt, and yeah. there was Taylor Trench, and there was Noah Galvin, and there was Ben Levy Ross, Levy and Ross, not all, right. not all together. They were not right. all four yeah. no, uh, no. in a relationship. We should say Ben Platt all, and Noah Galvin are still they together. They were all for Evan, and they right. were all like one after another on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So they were like learning Mm -hmm. in very like Mm -hmm. close quarters and and with each other and Taylor Trench and Ben Levy Ross were a couple and Noah Galvin and Mm -hmm. uh, Ben Platt are still a couple, an engaged couple, which we mentioned last week. Um, But it's just very funny because what we, this in particular to me is very funny um, and also interesting because we've not yet talked about a showmance between the same character. Yeah. Like these are not people who are playing in the show together and so playing weird. romantic leads across each yeah. other. They are learning from one another about mm-hmm. the same character that they're going to play. Yeah. And I, it's just weird I, that four of the same level. people who yeah. played the same character got together. It's so strange. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I also of course, think emotional vulnerability relates to that. Right. Right. That's true. I mean, Right? I mean, like playing it's Evan big... is very emotional. Exactly. Exactly. I will okay, know what were you going to say? I last but not least. So. You will last know. But not... you will. Yeah, yeah. Last but not least, I want to shout out the ultimate showmans, I think. I mean, besides Tay Diggs and Adina Menzel, uh, is the uh, modern Millie herself, Sutton Foster, with Jimmy, 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 what's his last name? Why am I blinking? Anyway, with um Jimmy, oh Jimmy himself, of course Christian Borle coming in to be the Broadway replacement for Gavin Creel, and then whoop, there it is. She whoop, can't marry Gavin Creel because he doesn't like women, and then Christian Borle comes. Although in he wasn't like, out at the time, to be clear. That's true. That's true. But yes, that's true. Yeah, 
Christian Borough comes in and uh, they get married and don't stay married for very long. But what a showman! Maybe he had a secondary showman's in his a show thereafter, Legally Blonde, and maybe didn't do well in the marriage. We don't know. All speculation. But that's why. Laura Bell Bundy. Yes. Whoa! I've not heard this. That's why I said last week. Yes, that's yeah, why I said last yeah. week. Isn't it crazy to have Ethan Slater play the same right. role that he played when right. kind of maybe he mm-hmm. himself? So really, we need a Legally Blonde revival with Ariana Grande. Is really what you're saying? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. And Gavin Creel. <laughs> yes, bring. First of all, always bring Gavin Creel back. Yes, please, yeah. always. To switch the roles, like in Millie. That's all I'm saying. Absolutely. Uh, Speaking of Sutton Foster, what's so funny is that the advertisement on my page right now is Broadway HD and Sutton Foster's Anything Goes. I, I, mean, I can watch it now is what it says. Anything Goes with Christian Borle <laughs> in their marriage. <laughs> it's so sad. I don't know if it's true, but it was uh, what was speculated at the time. Yeah. Well, showmances, we love you. There's so much to talk about. Yay. Share oh, your showman's with us. Share your showman's show story. Experience. Yeah, we'll read it on the show if you guys send us. If in you want, comments. or if you want to be anonymous yeah. at what is it? Yeah. Hello at theater nerds. Hello at theaternerdpod.com. It's in our show notes. Theaternerdpod.com. Yeah. Hello yeah. at theaternerdpod.com. And you know you can name names and I'll bleep them out. I bleeped mine out, so there's yeah. that. <laughs> Taylor loves a bleep. Yeah, That's I do. What we learned. I do love a bleep. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Rachel. Thanks, hey. Showmances. Oh, oh. Showmances. All right, Rachel. Let's talk about our character of the week. Episode yes. 80. Oh, doing the walker. Doing the walker. Oh, the walker. Um, yeah, as we talked about just... the newsies with walkers last week. <laughs> hey, we did talk about that. Yeah. Honestly, that was so funny. So good. If you are just joining us for the first time ever, this is the segment where Taylor and I think about how mm. we are feeling, what have we been up to this week, consider our thoughts, feelings, and vibes, and then pick a theater character that has similar experiences and feelings and vibes as we have been having that was a weird way to say that but yeah that's true that's right and we would also love to hear your thoughts on many things even no blizzada leaving hadestown to go do great gatsby very exciting but also sad she's been with that show for a long time um your thoughts on this whole maestro and funny girl controversy um, lots going on uh, and then of course your showman stories as we said your thoughts on showmances and also your character of the week so comment on our social media pages tell us who you're feeling like this week you may get a shout out on a future episode rachel that's right raquel my truest friend rachel Ew. who i've known for like over 10 years now <laughs> so crazy i know it is wild we're getting old oh, wow. um, almost 15 years yeah, that is so oh, wild. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. We should have a party. We should. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> Rachel, would you like to know my character this week? Absolutely. Please tell me. Who are you, Yay. Taylor? Oh, my gosh. Who am I? Um, I am breaking the rules a little bit, just like oh, last week. Oh, However, 
I am being an actual character this week. I'm okay. also just being two characters. Ooh. So this week, listen, I've been feeling, I feel like I've actually been very productive and I've been getting a lot of stuff done. And more specifically today as of recording, the day of this recording, I felt very productive. I got a lot of house stuff done, got a lot of work, you know, did some laundry, like all the things that, you know, yeah. an actual adult who needs to get done. So in that respect, I feel like this character, the lead character, the title character from this musical and movie Mary Poppins, who is Mary very productive, Poppins. speaks Spanish, she gets things done. But then also, I've also been feeling kind of relaxed this week, a little chill, a little fun. I, as of recording today, this day, I went and saw a movie. I finished another movie. I finished a book today. Like, lots of Oh, my of gosh. Things. Wow. I know. The book was very short, I just want to say. It was only 60 pages, and I was already 10 pages in. So, um, <laughs> nothing to, you know. Um, but because of that, I'm also feeling like the other character in that musical, and that's right, Dick Van Dyke's. Wait, wait, my brain. <laughs> wait, what's his character's name? <laughs> wait. Oh my gosh, I don't know either now um, that you don't know. Bert, I'm sorry. Bert. I'm feeling, <laughs> my brain literally said Dick Van Dyke, and then it went, wait. Yeah, I was like, like, Dick Van Dyke, that's the character. I'm feeling like the good old chimney sweep. Bert, Bert, who also is maybe in love with Mary. Who knows? Um, showmance, they have a showmance. Yeah, a little showmance. So oh, what they have like, is they have a romance in the creative worlds that they visit. True. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like Mary and Bert this week. Oh, I love you know? that. I love yes. that so much. That's so the good. Showmance, the ultimate showmance. The ultimate showmance. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Rachel, who is your character this week? Well, Taylor, this week I have acquired some cats to my home. <laughs> and they are I'm a, I'm being a cat aunt, as I'll say. Mm. And I don't really know how to do it. And um I'm struggling a bit. And I just want them to I just want them to like me and right. you know, make me I just want to be a part of their world. I want to be in it. I want to make sure that they yeah. they accept me. And um, that reminds and and this musical and, in particular should have prepared me for this experience. But and as a cat on, Rachel yeah. is buying them lots of gifts. She's letting them stay yeah. up all night. Exactly. She's, yeah. Yeah. One yeah. of them will not let me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and that reminds me of this character who also just wants to be involved she doesn't necessarily need to be the belle of the ball because she certainly no longer is but she just wants to be a part of the space where the other cats are and mm. go to the jellicle ball <laughs> and that's grisabella <laughs> is this the taylor swift role is this no, no, no. This oh, is okay, Grisabella. Okay. This is the Jennifer Hudson role. Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Okay, okay. Yeah. Also, yeah. Elaine Page, Betty Buckley. Oh, you know? right, 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 right. <laughs> big, big names. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. Grisabella. It looks good. Uh, as on. Grisabella looks good on you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion on showmances this week, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter, X, at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. 
Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.